Hey everyone, I'm Chris Lesniak. And I'm Rob Byer, and this is the Debate Math Podcast. Well, we have finished our first season, and we thought we'd just take a few minutes here to pause and reflect on it and share with you uh, some of our thoughts. We also wanted to reflect on some things that we've learned, some takeaways, and so much more. And also give you all a chance to peek behind the curtain and see how these debates come together and what it's like to uh, host a debate. And also, you can hear some of our thoughts on some of our previous debates as well. So let's just jump right in here. And, and Rob, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a question off the bat here. So I started shared this idea with you like over a year ago. You jumped on board. I don't think you even knew what we were going to get into. And I don't think I fully knew <laughs> with this whole podcast. Um, but I'm curious, like, what have you learned about the this idea of debating and debate math since we've started? Yeah, I definitely didn't know what we were going to get ourselves into. But I'll tell you... The more that we dove into the debates, the more I realized that debate literally is everywhere, um, especially in the math class. So what I've learned is that debate, what I once thought was it was a heated argument, you know, people going at each other one way or another. And what I have come to realize is that that's not really what debate should be or, or is, and that debate's more of a conversation where two sides are having a conversation about this and, and they're diving into this topic. And there tends to be some more gray area than there is, you know, like the ones and zeros, very binary conversation. That's, I, I don't know if anything has changed for you, but that's for me, I, I, I am more leaning towards debate and everyday conversations in my own personal work um, than, than I ever have. Yes. Yeah, I, I, you've heard me say this before at, at conferences and things like I want to reclaim the word debate now. I, I'm so proud of all of our guests. They've been so uh, thoughtful and open to hearing things from the opposing side. And it's been much more, like you said, of a conversation and meeting in the middle on, on points. And I, I think for all of our debates, both sides have had valid points and, and great things that make me think about it more. So I want to reclaim that word debate and, and, and have people think about it more as hearing all the details or more of the details on, on opposing sides of an issue versus like someone has to win or someone has to has to be competitive or cutthroat. Um, I, I, I learn from debates. I listen to lots of debates and debate podcasts and things. And I learn as they argue like, oh, there's a point of view I didn't think of before. And I, I hope our listeners are getting that from our debates. And, you know, all of our we, we've had so many topics in this first season, um, ranging anywhere from something that's silly some elementary debates and and some some even some secondary debates and post secondary debates as well. So I, I'm wondering throughout the debates that we recorded, like how have your views on certain topics been impacted? I think I've changed my mind on nearly every single debate we've hosted. Uh, I went in thinking that I leaned at least a little bit more one way or the other, and. Just like I was just saying, so, so many great points were brought up on both sides that I hadn't fully thought about another side or another layer of things. Um, like I, I think about, um, oh gosh, we can, we can go in so many. Um, like the one on I do, we do, you do, the gradual release and uh, how I didn't know that there was like the a, a big issue that the um the one side had with it was because the research behind it had been misinterpreted or, or um used in in not correct ways or things like that and so like i i didn't even know i i had to go back and read more and look back further into things and and it took me further back uh, 
But I mean, it's happened all the time. Even like, is a hot dog a sandwich? It was a fun debate with Kyle and John and their daughters. And um, we had a silly fun time. But also there were things about hot dogs and sandwich definitions that I didn't think about that, that they brought up, both they and their daughters. Yeah. So, yeah. What about you? How, how have your views changed? So, I mean, I feel the same as you. It's funny because like every debate, I feel like I have a side. And then as the debate goes on, I think I switched sides three, four, five, 17 times um, just because like there's so many good points made. Uh, and it really, the more I, I went back and listened to even the first debate with the trapezoids, going into that debate, uh, which is kind of like what started this whole thing, I, you know, I, I was super excited about the debate and uh, just to be a part of it. And then not really knowing that there really was a debate, I thought it was kind of weird that there were two different views. And then throughout the whole conversation, both sides made like such a compelling argument that I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then eventually, you know, one side made a more compelling argument to me that resonated the most with me, which made me buy a T-shirt and wear the conferences every time I see Shelby just to just to poke a little bit. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I, I have to say that one I went into thinking it was going to be more fun, kind of like a hot dog debate. Um, but then uh, I learned so much about the definitions and, and Rob, as you know, we looked up our state definitions and your state in Pennsylvania and mine in Ohio have different definitions of what a trapezoid is. I, I didn't know how real it was that we are operating <laughs> under different, uh, different definitions in our, in our two states that neighbor each other. So, you know, one thing for me, we, you know, I, I kind of sent something to you and, and a couple other people about this trapezoid debate. Um, and then you asked me to like, come on onto this whole conversation, this whole debate podcast and say, Hey, let's do this after the, the trapezoid. I'll be honest. I wasn't sure where we were going to go with it. And, and so I'm wondering, and let's give our listeners a little peek into like what happens behind the scenes here. Can we talk a little bit about like, how do we come up with topics? Yeah, well, we're better at it now. We have a running document of like uh, ideas for potential debates someday. Um, I, I wasn't sure quite where to go, but I knew there were a bunch of things in my mind, at least that I, I thought were worthy of debate. And they turned out to be some episodes that happened. Um, but I will say a lot of it just comes from conversations. I I think a lot about like the AP stats uh, episode we had it w wasn't one that we had been planning for a while but uh one of the guests bill phil was just a a friend and, and a fellow educator of uh in la with me and i was talking to him about the podcast and what would he want to debate and and he instantly said like i'm passionate about improving ap stats and i was like tell me more what is that i don't teach ap stats so i don't even know what does that mean what what issues do you have with it and i was like let's see if we can find some people who are on both sides of this and put it together and I think the same thing about the the uh, calculus and college debate, like Robert Kaplinsky and I were talking about it. And I was like, do you want to do something about open middle and like discussion questions? And like, what is it you're passionate about debating? And Robert was like, I want to talk about calculus and college admissions and like why we overemphasize calculus. And so it's just interesting to hear people talk about things that I don't, don't even think of as like at the top of their mind. But like through conversations, I get to hear things people are passionate about and find you know people to put together to have a, this conversation or this debate. Yeah, I agree with you. And so like when we were in NCTM New Orleans, uh, I ran into Dr. Childs down there and said, hey, you know, this is our, our podcast idea. And at that point, we only released like, I think we released the episode zero, the first episode zero for season one. 
and we released like back-to-back episodes because of the timing. And so I, I talked to him a little bit about like, Hey, here's this podcast idea. And then, so, you know, how, how can we get you on? And immediately he said, uh, gradual, re- uh, gradual release of responsibility. Like you do that. I'm in. And so that was in February <laughs> and it took several months to even have that conversation a little bit deeper uh, with him and, you know, looking into some of this stuff and, and anybody who's you know listening right now, feel free to look up on YouTube, Dr. Childs and gradual release, and just put those four words together. Um, and you will see several different videos of him talking about it. And so that it was interesting how that one came together as well. Um, and, and like you said, like sometimes it's just organically. So, and that's kind of what's fun about it. Yeah. And I just want to add, it doesn't always have with people we know or we meet at conferences, but we also have a, a forum on our website, debatemath.com, where people, people have given us suggestions of a topic or a person to reach out to. And we are just, we are always looking for people. And I love that. I want to add too, like it's what's even more fun is when we see, you know, people who interact with us on Twitter uh, and we say, oh, this person you know, has a very strong view about this. And then we reach out to that person. And uh, there's one in particular that I'm thinking of that when we met with him, uh, he blew us away. I mean, absolutely blew us away. And we were so excited and, uh, about having him on, but it wasn't somebody that we actually knew. It was somebody that interacted and, and, and had some really good thoughts and feelings about some things. And we were like, oh, we need to talk more with this person. And they were just fantastic. Yeah. So, okay. Now, speaking of guests, I, I think a lot of people and people we've talked to even uh, are nervous at the idea of doing a debate about a topic. Like I'm not expert enough, or I don't know enough, or it's going to be like serious and cutthroat or I you know, have to prepare for hours. So can you talk about like, we have an idea, we have some, some people in mind, how do we prepare them? How do we ease them into it? What, what do we do for guests? So what, what our listeners need to know so that they can be comfortable joining us someday? So, I mean, you and I have both been guests on other podcasts and every podcast has like their own structure. And uh, the one thing that I think that we do very, very well, we do with our pre-meets. So every every podcast episode that we have, we pre-meet with the guests. And when when we first started that, and I know that, that was something that you pushed pretty hard. Um, and I, I'll be honest, I wasn't sure the reasoning, but I, I trusted you. So I was like, let's just, okay. And as we went into it, I realized that the necessity, because we're helping support the, the you know the guests with the structure of the podcast and the structure of the debate. So we go, we we meet with every podcast uh, guest, and normally if it's a you know two pairs of two, we will meet with the two separately. Typically, sometimes all four get on at the same time. Uh, but we we meet and we talk through some things, talk about their ideas. Uh, and help them kind of flesh out their ideas. But then we provide them a structure uh, with, you know, here's an opening statement. And also here are sample opening statements. And we reference, you know, our past podcasts and also, you know, the debate podcast. It's escaping me right now, Chris, which one's the one that you talked about? The Intelligence Squared debate podcast is is the one I listen to. N- not math related, but great debates. Yeah, the Intelligence Squared podcast is the one Chris listens to and, and kind of modeled this whole thing after uh, the idea of it anyway. And so we, we talk through it with, with people uh, on what to expect. Um, and then, and this has actually been asked of me a lot. 
So you give them the questions for the questioning round before, right? No, we do not. We absolutely do not. It's very organic. It's very real. They're hearing those questions for the first time in an interview style. And we make sure that they're not gotcha questions. We want a conversation. That's it. We're just trying to get people to talk and share ideas and share their expertise and their, their opinions and whatever it is that we do. Um, then we also always pause the recording at the end so that way they can gather their thoughts for a closing argument. And we even will send them into, we do everything through Zoom and we'll send them into breakout rooms so they can have a conversation with their partner and determine one who's going to debate or who's going to do the, the closing argument. Uh, if they're going to go do it, you know, who are, are going to say what topics and, and things like that. So uh, it's very, it's very supportive. Uh, we even actually have people send us their opening statement sometimes, yeah, uh, which is also feedback. super awesome. Yeah. Just to get feedback to say, Hey, what do you think about this? And and we provide them feedback and Chris with his debate ba- background um, with your debate background, Chris, I think that helps tremendously because you're able to help them with that. Uh, you know, yeah. is there anything I'm missing on that? Yeah, no, I'd say very few people actually send us a draft, but we're happy. We're 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 here to support. Like uh, I've said recently to someone, um, our job ends once we hit record on the day of record. Like our Rob and I, our, our job as hosts is really just helping people feel prepared and to know what they're getting into. Um, and then really just we just ask questions and then listen and then hit stop record and that's it. <laughs> um, but we're, we're, our work is really on the on the 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 beforehand part and i want to emphasize like for our guests we say this all the time the only thing you're preparing is an opening statement and you have less than two minutes really so it's like a one page kind of thing of what are your two or three main arguments and that's it and then we just talk in a in a, in a question round and that i think that helps put a lot of people at ease and it's very clear structure and it, like there's not a lot to prepare so we hope people continue to join us and, and uh <laughs> enjoy the structure and don't feel stressed by it and you know chris like earlier we talked a little bit about how like the topics came up and sometimes how the topics uh, come up for us like we're going to be using um that relates directly to a potential guest that we want but could we could you talk a little bit about like the biggest struggle in selecting guests as a whole <laughs> so many struggles uh i <laughs> i'd say we were just uh planning one for season two that i reached out to someone who had written some good thoughts on uh on twitter and I reach out to them about being guests and they're like, oh, I I, I don't want to, or I, I don't want to be like publicly speaking about this. So I, first of all, we have to find people willing to speak up about things, um, which which isn't everyone. And, I, and that's okay. Um, we try to find people with passion for the, the points of view. Like, uh, you know, if we're going to have a debate about homework, I, I don't want you to just like shrug your shoulders and be like, I can go either way. Like, I want to know what, I want to find some people who have a strong feeling about that topic. Um, and we try to really find a wide range and diversity of guests. And I mean, and I mean diversity in all ways, like, can we get a high school teacher and a parent or a administrator? Can we get, you know, different gender and race represented, uh, high school, middle school represented? Like, how can we get as diverse as possible? We only have two or four guests, so there's not that many people um, all at once, but can we find a range of people and different points of view? And like, as we as we brainstorm with people, potential guests and pre-meet with them, like, can we hear um, some, some unique points of view that people really want to listen to? Like we, we're talking about with I do, we do, you do. I think all four guests brought something different to the table that I had not thought about on, on that topic. Um, and yeah. So, yeah, so we hope you join I, us. I agree. Yeah. No, no, I, and I agree, Chris, like, and I, I hope 
everybody reaches out to us and, and wants to join because I think, you know, I've been asked a few times, so it's just like, you know, big name people. No, no, like, like it's not like the big names of, of math ed. I mean, <clears throat> sometimes it is, but <clears throat> we are, we're trying to get a true diverse, you know, group of people. So the, like the one I remember, like there, we had a couple of teachers on that I ended up seeing at CMC South that were like super excited just to like meet us in person and that wanted to like thank us for, you know, allowing them to, the opportunity to be on and share their voice. And um, I know one time we had a whole, a whole episode about a you know, student that was all about notes and note taking. We had four students on and it was it was such a fantastic conversation hearing students talk about notes and hearing students literally argue that no, we couldn't have notes. I never thought I would hear the day that students would argue that. Um so and then I in going back to you know the the diversity piece, like it's it's very intentional. Like we're, we're trying to make sure that everybody's heard. And um and it, it, that's not always it's not always the easiest thing to do to actively do that. And I know I've heard many of some of our former guests and when we go to conferences and stuff talk about organizations that don't that they they talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. Uh, but I think we 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 are trying actively trying to bring all voices to this this podcast. And I think that's another reason why I absolutely love doing this with you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. And I, I mean, we, we also have had many episodes where we had some people in mind, but then someone like backed out and things changed and there's mm -hmm. no hard feelings. We get it. Like being on a debate and being recorded is, is intimidating to some degree. We don't want it to be, but I get it. So like things are constantly shifting on our end. We're all, sometimes we think we have four guests and we have to last minute look for someone or and pull things together. So things are always shifting on our side. And like I said, our, our work is really on the preparation side before we hit record. Um, but that said, we hope listeners that you are thinking of what is something you're passionate about. Can you join us for a future debate? We'd love to meet you or talk with you. Send us a message on Twitter, uh, our Debate Math Pod Twitter account, or go to debatemath.com and submit something on the, the form there. Rob, I think we should start wrapping this up. We want to keep this short. Do you want to share? Do you have a favorite moment or funniest moment or something from the from our first season you want to uh, reflect on? Man, this this could go for another forty five minutes if I, if I started talking about all the favorite moments. <laughs> um, no, uh, to be honest, the, 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 they all were so wonderful. Uh, every episode was wonderful. Every episode was so insightful, and I learned so much from literally everybody. And I know we say that at the, at the end of every episode, but honestly, it's the truth. Um, but if I was holding my you know feet to the fire and and let's uh, go ahead and talk about it, uh, I think. My first really uh, favorite moment, I really have, I have two. Uh, my first one is the memorization debate because, you know, my prior work, I was like a consultant coach, you know, working with like 25 school districts in Southwestern PA. And um, I was saying one thing and I firmly believed it. Then we had the debate about memorization and I stopped saying what I was saying. I came out of that debate um, honestly, I didn't, I didn't continue telling everybody what I once believed. I actually showed both sides. And then in several of my sessions that, that I was running PD sessions and coaching sessions and things like that, we actively talked about the different sides of this debate and, you know, try to come to like a gray area that would help, you know, drive the conversation within each building that, that I was supporting. So 
I think that was one of my uh, favorite, first favorite moments because it, it absolutely challenged and changed the way that I, I thought about things. Um, and it also introduced me to, uh, you know, Liesl with her brain-based research. And I have been diving into her work more and more. And it's absolutely fantastic. And I, I didn't even realize it was out there. So that was, you know, that was shame on me, but I didn't even realize that that was there. I was out there. Uh, the second one, to be honest, go I got to see Liesl uh, present at CMC South this year on some of that brain-based stuff. It was, it was brilliant. Just a shout out to Liesl. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Liesl. And, and for those of you who listen to our podcast often, he's been on three times um, and season two, he'll probably be on again um because she's absolutely fantastic and does she pushes us um and our thinking so we appreciate her so much uh the other one i to be honest too is is i do we do you do uh that debate was the first one that i felt was a like what most people would think is a debate uh both sides were very uh very passionate with with what they were saying and very much rooted in the evidence that they were brought to the table. And it was such a strong and good debate. Um, I don't think my thoughts about it changed much, but I definitely learned a ton. And uh, from there, though, like seeing them all, well, yeah, really seeing them all when we went to CMC South and seeing how much they enjoyed each other um, after such a passionate debate just shows the power of what this, this whole podcast is about. And it was beautiful. Uh, those are my, those are my two. So yeah. what about you? No, I have to say like, uh, what, just to add on what you're saying there, like the, the community that, is, that it creates when you are in a debate, even with people that you're going against, like through pre-meeting and the actual recording. And we do some follow-up sometimes with people and it's really, uh the reason why we had our season finale was like there was a community built among these people who came and debated mm -hmm. with us um and it's it's fun it, it builds something special that's why i do it with my students why i wrote a book about that um and <laughs> and why we do it with educators like it, it it's a fun way to build community and to learn at the same time and um i think that's my favorite i I don't have a favorite episode, Rob. I, it's like picking your favorite child. I don't have one. Um, but I will say the most exciting moment for me was getting to do a live debate, which is something I've always wanted to do. And I'm glad that, uh, thankful that PCTM, the Pennsylvania Council of Teachers of Mathematics, uh, was able to uh, host us and have us do it. And I hope many more uh, conferences will have us come and, and host a debate there looking at you, CMC and NCTM and all the ones out there. Uh, we'd love to do it. I I think it was really great. I think people learned a lot and we got to have questions from the audience so we can really hear what educators in the room want to ask about more and have those conversations. And it was really rich. And I also love that we got to um, actually pull the audience after before and after and kind of see how the votes went and how people swayed and things. And uh, I hope to do that a lot more in the future. Um, and you I know, think... also, uh, can I, I want to add something yeah. real quick too, is, um, you know, you and I did a thing also for Delaware and that was really cool too, where it, yeah. I agree with you that, so outside of the podcast, the opportunities that this has uh, presented us, you know, one presenting the, the live debate at, at PCTM's conference was absolutely unbelievable. Um, great experience, but then also being asked to like do some things for Delaware, for the folks in Delaware, some of the teachers there. And facilitating, yeah. facilitating those discussions was was 
uh, as exhilarating almost. Um, I mean, there's nothing like a live crowd, but yeah. it was as exhilarating being able to work with with the folks in Delaware at their conference as well. Well, and you and I both have worked with a couple graduate classes of math mm-hmm. education who have used an episode as an assignment. Feel free, anyone, to use use podcasts however you want. Um, and then have asked like. Some of them are people we know, and they reached out and said, "Hey, would you mind zooming in for twenty minutes for a follow-up discussion with my graduate class?" And of course, we're excited to join in and, and keep the conversation going and um, hear different points of view and different ideas on it. So, yeah, uh, please listen back and share it out. And uh, I think that's that's it for us for today. Yeah, <laughs> we can wrap up there. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I just encourage everyone to keep uh, spreading the word, share it out, uh, reach out to us if you want to join a debate. And, and like always, if you can, you know, uh, on Twitter at debate math pod, uh, you also can go to the website, debate math pod.com or debate math.com. Sorry. And, uh, you know, we have a little click button for a survey. You can pop in and request whether it's a, Hey, this is a great topic or these are some great people that you should have on. Uh, we are open to all of that. So uh, thank you all for listening. We appreciate you all. It's been one Heck of a great first yeah. season. I can't wait to see what season two does. Ooh, we have a we have lots of coming for you. We have lots planned already, and I <laughs> uh, can't wait to share everyone. Thank you all for listening. We love you all, and uh, have a great uh, new year. Yeah, take care. Cheers. <laughs>